0: Everybody sees what's going on in Palestine right now. I just want to give blessings to my people out there. That's the real fight. What do you think about the police? There, there ain't nothing
1: to pee, man. This is not America. This is Polynesia. Our country was stolen.
2: The passion that some of our liberals feel. The day after the revolution, the passion and concern they feel for the fascists.
0: It's EMP the Podcast with Amin T.M.K., Lil Tanky that Good, and Key to the Muscle all on the Public Pulse News Network. So uh, this is EMP the podcast. I am Amin TMK, CMK. Uh, and I'm, of course, I'm already here uh, with my co-hosts and um, their names are little tanky and key to the muscle. Thoughts, feelings, anything to say
1: feelings. So many feelings. Uh, this is going to be good, good for all of
0: us. Um, as you know, I, I'm, I don't want to say we're doing something a little bit different, but we, we're doing basically the same thing, but it's not a typical episode. <laughs> what I've been thinking about is like, you know, a bar- we have geopolitics uh, for leftists part one. And I, I was like, well, maybe it's time for part two, because there's a lot going on in the world. And you know that Russia, Ukraine has been dominating the news, the um, China, Taiwan, America, you know, uh, powder keg that exists right now. Those are dominating the news and and, and rightfully so. But um, there's other news out there. And uh, of course, I know that our listeners are very intelligent people and they like to keep in the news. And uh, I thought this would just be a good time, a good space to discuss not exhaust an exhaustive list. Certainly, each one of these topics could be its own podcast. And uh, we always suggest for you to do your own research. I think what we like to do is be like, hey, if you're looking to do your own research, if you're trying to find a place. Let's give them a primer, right? Like something to primer. Get, you, get you started. It's
2: like. If you don't know, you should be thinking about what's happening. We say something like the Global South, right? And you may have heard that term. But what do you really know about, like, South America? About developmental Africa? Like, what do you know about those things? We're trying to bring you a little bit of that. Just get a you, little
0: bit of that. Get you pointed in the right way. So the game is changing, you know, and, and things are happening in real time right now. What are those things that are happening in real time right now? It's uh, part of our leftist praxis, as well as understanding the zeitgeist, the Z word. What's happening? Not... not What's happening in you know pop culture? What's happening in academia? What's happening in the last three to four years? And how are those things developing? So, so we're gonna start. We're gonna have South America, North America, and Africa. And we'll probably dive into Europe and Asia and Oceania at a later time. Um, but I'd like to start in South America. Oh, any thoughts before we get started?
1: No, let's do it. Yeah, let's go.
0: So I wanted to talk a little bit about um, Argentina, and there's a uh, there's a lot of things, of course. Uh, that have been happening. Argentina had one of the uh, oldest constitutions in the world, next to the United States, of course. Um, and uh, I believe, bo- and and they are going through some political turmoil. Um, and let's let's talk about that. Let's talk uh, about that
1: because of the attempted assassination of their vice president.
2: She's yeah. been someone's tried to. There's four different attempts. This yeah. happened. Like this person really is pissing someone off, right? And it's at 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 the when you start to think about four times. It's hard to believe that this is a, a a local movement. We cross.
1: Also, it's different people. Like they caught the first person who, well, they arrested the yeah, first person who died. And that motherfucker snitched tried.
2: everybody. Hey, if you had something to yeah, do with it, man, yeah. you better tie yourself he hey, in, man. Snitched. have to drop a
0: dime on <laughs> Because and then they then immediately
1: found it. an Argentinian couple to arrest and then found like a couple other people.
0: Yeah, so there's, there's plots on, so, let, so what we're seeing in Argentina is multiple plots to kill the or assassinate really like you can't really right. kill someone like That's that it's an assassination them. yeah, yeah right. but, 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 but democracy is. works right
2: like why don't y'all just vote this bitch out man i mean what, what why right. such an extreme measure man what are you afraid of that they're about to enact it's like nah we, we can't even let this shit finish yeah. So
0: and Argentina is a, a huge country, you know, big, big, uh, big place. And, um, you know, so that's a that's a place I wanted to start. Uh, any more thoughts on Argentina? We have some.
2: Argentina's always been a fascinating place, right? Because this is one of the number one places that people it's not just a conspiracy theory. After World War Two, lots of Nazis went there. Argentina is a weird place down south when you think about it, like in, in the global south. This is a place that forced black people to move out in the 19th century. So it's had these very strange and strong ties to what European culture is. And it's always seen itself as the Europe of South America. It's why all them Nazis went there. But on the other hand, Argentina is where you got motherfucking Ernesto Che Guevara from. Like, a, you know what I'm saying? Maradona.
0: Yeah. so tells you I love me some Maradona. They're
2: really on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. But they go to war with Europeans. I mean, people forget about the Falkland Island shit with Margaret Thatcher. Where England's like, no, nah, this shit belongs to us. And uh, Argentina's like, bitch, this shit's off our coast. What do you mean? And they went to war, bro. They were the last non-European nation to sink a European
0: uh, vessel of war. That sparks another. I have another. I have a question for, and it's, of course, for both of you. Um, remember we were watching um, Narcos. The new Narcos is coming out. And, uh, you know, they're in Suriname. But, but is there another, like French Guiana, are these still places that like have ties to European nations as well?
2: Everybody has ties to the West, bro. You're not allowed to not. That's what the Monroe Doctrine is. Yeah. And through the United States first
0: because they get to be daddy. Right. And we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to, to North America. Okay, let's um I think that's a good, that's, that's, a, that's a good. Do your own research. Dive into, if any of those things interest you, dive into That's a prime them. on Argentina. Let's talk about, um. let's talk about Chile. Chile's been in the news uh, a lot. We've been covering Chile for a long time. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, what's going on with their, um, you know, what's going on with their constitution, what's going on with their politics, what's going on with their situation. So Chile has been fucked up for a long time, man. Chile has been fucked up
2: since uh, the democratically elected uh, Salvador Allende was a Democrat. He was overthrown uh, in a coup by uh, one of the generals, uh, Augusto Pinochet, who had the backing, by the way, of... uh, Big daddy upstairs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, down the street. Um, it's rhetorical. And uh, Pinochet lived out his whole life in power, bro. I mean, this motherfucker died of old age. A dead-ass, straight-up dictator. You know, this was, a, again, a real democracy where the people uh, picked this leftist leader and he had nationalist policies that were dangerous to American corporations. And so he was seen as a threat. He was removed, uh, Hundreds of thousands of people were disappeared under the, the Pinochet era. So, again, when these motherfuckers be talking about fucking Castro, don't say shit to me. You don't really believe that shit because there's no way you can construe that in any projection of who Fidel Castro is, he's a worse person than uh, Pinochet. And that's Chile. They're trying to get past that that legacy of that shit right now. So they put up a whole new constitution uh, by many by many estimates, it was the most uh, progressive constitution um, the world has ever seen. And everybody in the country was forced to vote for it
1: because they considered it that important. Like, I don't think be because they considered it so important. They did make voting mandatory for anybody above 18 years of age. And I love that. And I love that, too. Um but the constitution did not get voted for and so they're like well if everybody voted and of course there's already articles out saying everybody's tired of the radical left why does everybody want to be leftist chile proves that leftist policies don't work
2: and what i want to say to this is why i'm a fucking tanky because all i'm left to conclude once again is the great quote from stalin he who votes determines nothing He who counts the votes determines everything.
1: But in Chile's case, it's also, okay, we are getting everybody to vote. Because people talk about this in the United States a lot, too, where it's like, yeah, the people who often go out to vote are like the the politically conservative. But Chile has a bunch of evangelical churches, I think mostly Pentecostal.
2: Is it possible they really want to vote? Sure. Do I believe they really want to vote? Fuck no.
1: No, no, no. That's what I'm saying, though. These evangelical churches did not like the Constitution. You have to ask yourself why. Christians are not very, whatever they say. Anyways. Couldn't see it. like Jesus? Um, but that they also did a whole campaign talking about, like, this Constitution is bad. And this is what misinformation does too because amazon and these big corporations do it up a small
0: family-run business on amazon
1: these big corporations do it up against a lot of um to stop unions and we see it happening in the political sphere as well that people just honestly sometimes didn't know what they were voting on Some of them may have resented the fact that they were being made to vote, even though this is something incredibly important. But that a lot of people got told, well, if you vote for this, it's bad. Without people really dissecting and researching, okay, what the hell is in this constitution? Because like the people wanted a new constitution, which is why we're here now.
0: And I think it goes back also to like the idea of like Brexit. You know what I mean? Like everything that you're talking about, like so many people are just not invested in the in the in. The, the change apparatus, you know what I mean, especially people who are like just so familiar with the status quo and like what was the movie with um Eddie Murphy where he won the election just because he had the same name? Do you remember that movie? I do. But you can't think of it we'll get the crack The, team the distinguished on it. gentleman. The distinguished gentleman, yeah. So boom. Ding. Um you know, like it, it is one of them things because like when you have conversations with people, like you realize like most people are not that political, like in what they say. So it's difficult. And look I can get this is another conversation. You can't democratize human rights, man. So the whole things that y'all been talking about, like, it is what it is. And at
2: the end of the day, when money can be infused into any election, the person with the most money has the most say. Because when you have articles in the fucking New York Times about it's dangerous if Chile nationalizes their fucking national resources, I mean— who, who do the resources belong to, if not the people of a fucking country? I think most Americans believe that American oil belongs to Americans.
0: And I'm sure that Western propaganda probably existed when they were having these elections. Like... Whoa, like, hey, if we start doing these things, like we're going to be like ruining our relationships. Well, That's
1: the thing. The propaganda started the moment that the evangelical Christians knew, oh, you guys are going to vote on a constitution. We already know what we don't want. They started campaigning immediately. Well, the people who were like, let's wait and see what's drafted. Let's wait and see the language didn't start campaigning until something was written down that they could critique. But by then it was already too late to combat everything the evangelicals had done in order to say, this constitution is stupid. Don't vote for it. You're going to lose your rights, even though it's giving you way more. Yeah.
0: But yeah, all of that. You can't vote on human rights, man. This is the same feeling I have with Sri Lanka. Like if you all going to really take the shot, like you, you, you got to take it. And you just have to say, look, we're we going to run it now. Like when you're out here trying to compromise and stuff, just like Pakistan and just like, you know, what's, what, there's so much, you know, we'll get into all of these before. Like people are not going to take that and it's going to continue to happen again, like you just said um let's speaking speaking of elections speaking of elections let's move on to brazil bolsonaro is probably the the name that you recognize um you know in sort of that uh, right wing populist trump kind of uh, you know the trump of brazil kind of thing like what are what are your thoughts i know the elections are happening but let's talk a little bit about brazil and um you know, what, what what's happening, what's uh, going on in their country right now politically.
2: I think Brazil is maybe one of the best examples of uh, American hubris. When you think about America, right, when you think about this hemisphere, you think about only America being a developed nation. When Brazil is a what they call a turnkey nuclear state, that means they are to the point where as they have reached out to the United Nations and all of the watchdog agencies and they've done just enough um uranium, uh, what do you call it, uh, refinement to be able to power nuclear power. And they have the technology to do it, which means, again, if you have a country that's using nuclear power, you're just a step or two away from being to being able to make nuclear weapons as a power. This is how advanced Brazil is. They have a larger population than
0: Canada. It's actually uh, the it's second. Sao Paulo and Rio de Janeiro have the population of well, <laughs> right <laughs> I and mean, I'm not even being facetious. That's
2: really shit, man. I mean, you're talking about, it and it is the fourth largest country by way of landmass or fifth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's huge. You're talking about the fucking jungles all the way to some of the most populated cities in the world. Now it's one of the, what they consider the, um, four traditionally right wing governments of South, uh, South America. Um, Brazil, Colombia, which ironically, theoretically right now, has uh, for the first time ever a uh, leftist leader. Ecuador, Uruguay, and uh, and um, Paraguay, right? Those are like the only kind of considered right-wing governments in South America. All the rest of them are really far to the left, especially by like what an American would consider. <laughs> Even an American like uh, Papa Grandpa Sanders. America. America. So just to wrap up with that shit, um, they had a leftist uh, president, theoretically leftist, right? Lula, um, and uh, you know these trumped up charges came up against him. Do your own research. Maybe the charges aren't. You get to do your. You're gonna make your own. But the consensus is these charges uh, of corruption were made up, <clears throat> and he was removed from office, and Bolsonaro came in. Well, now the his case has been dismissed, so he's back out there and he's running. He was again. The democratically elected leftist president of a place that is traditionally right wing got back out, was able to beat the charges and uh, is now polling against Bolsonaro, who is a friend of Trump. I mean, it's straight up out and out fascist, you know, Uh, trying to remove the indigenous people that still live in Brazil, you know, under quote unquote modernization, all of these type of things. Um, But, uh, you know, I mean, look. Brazil has, what, the third highest amount of COVID deaths in the world after uh United States and India? They may have overtaken France.
0: I think France has actually creeped up in there. Let's get okay. the crack team on it. But uh, right, they're right. definitely up
2: there. So the people is like, nah, man, you was the government. You were supposed to take care of us. People was dying. And uh, people uh, are legitimately holding that against Bolsonaro. And they fucking should. COVID deaths are 100% preventable.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's number 3 next to uh United States and India. Damn, this boy is good. <laughs> uh of course, the United States has more than number one. Both of them combined. <laughs> We're number 1. Uh, everything's fine. We're number 1. Everything is fine. Uh okay, so let's um any any more thoughts on um, what I said? Well, of course, we could talk we could use an all, a whole episode to talk about this. Um, let's talk, let's move on. We, we have, the, uh, you mentioned Colombia. Let's talk a little bit more about um, that, that election and sort of the history of Colombia. So
2: Colombia was uh, part of, um, they were one of the nations that got uh, liberated from the Spanish with, uh, what the fuck, Simón Bolívar, right? A badass leftist. Badass. If you don't study any leftist today, study Simón Bolívar. Badass motherfucker, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, they were part of this grand Uh, Grand Colombia, it was Venezuela, it was Colombia, it was uh, maybe one more state, I can't remember what, Uh, but they ended up splitting and uh, Colombia has always been considered more to the right. Uh, In fact, they were one of the first South American nations to invite American military to help, you know, under the guise of the drug war, you know, the whole narco show. If you draw anything from that on on, um, Netflix, it talks a bit about this. Uh, but you always had these people, uh, you know, mostly aligned with the indigenous that have been trying to overthrow, essentially, the Spanish Colombians that have ran it since then. You know, who were the aristocracy? I mean, like like Zorro. Right. With the plan. where Zorro, Right. You know what I'm saying? We've made a new Colombia, uh, a new California. That is what Colombia was. They kicked the Spanish out. But then all the Spanish aristocrats were like, bitch, we own all the land, motherfucker. We got the money, motherfucker. And they kept it like that. And so the indigenous That's people. That's why you need idiomine. Right. You need it. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, yeah, yeah, right. So, like, essentially, you know, organizations like FARC uh, and others have been theoretically associated with the left uh, and they've been combating uh, these right wing uh, policies down there. I mean, now look, I'm not here to tell you what to believe about them because, again, that, that shit gets very nebulous. And uh, I don't know what all happens in the fucking desert, in the jungle. I assume jungle shit happened in the jungle. So I'm sure there's lots of motherfucking misguided motherfuckers in that shit. Uh, I'm sure it's a lot of motherfuckers that really believe in that shit. You know, I'm not here to tell you how to believe about FARC one way or the other, but they have historically stood in opposition to the Colombian government. And uh, now what you have is a leader from FARC has won the election. So this is the first time a leftist uh, or self professed leftist, I guess you could go all the way back to uh, motherfucking, uh, Escobar, who aligned himself nominally as a leftist when he became a, a member of
0: Congress in Columbia. True facts, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> actually won that election for real, and he would have won a presidency, let's yeah. be honest, which of course yeah. couldn't have happened. Built right. his own prison afterwards, you know, again, watch Narcos is there for you, right? But um, um with that, with that election of the leftist president we have now colombia opening up relations with venezuela let's talk let's that let's talk a little bit about good that things man yeah i mean
2: all these people talk about all this global fucking economy and shit then why the fuck you won't let countries trade with countries there's some things countries have that other countries don't have and without those things everybody suffers you need something from this country that country needs something from you open borders that shit is almost always better for the fucking people It means people can move around the earth easier, which humans should be able to do. It don't make no sense. A fucking great white shark got the fucking sense to go to Johannesburg when it wants to and then go to Australia when it wants to. But a human has to have a fucking passport. So open borders are always fucking good because humans can move through. Goods can move through. It means there's less likely to be a military conflagration, which is always the word. War is the enemy of humanity. These are good things. These are things that happen because you have a leftist in power. So now there is a less chance, less probability of, first off, this internal civil war that's been going on in Colombia for close to 40 years, less of a chance of, of international war between Venezuela and Colombia, because that shit's been stoked up pretty bad for the past 20 years, especially since the time of Ugo. And uh, his protege. Um, So for me, that's all good shit, man. It's a
0: good start. Promise. Yeah. So it's good that they're opening up with Venezuela. And let's talk about Venezuela. If I was to
2: pop question you right now and ask you, what was the number two nation in the world as far as proven oil reserves go? I guarantee you, most of you would say something like Iraq or Iran. Maybe some of you smart guys might say Russia. Someone who really want to be cheeky might say Nigeria. All those are good guesses. But the answer is Venezuela second largest oil proven reserves in the world, second only to Saudi Arabia. So then ask yourself, why is a nation like this not heaven on earth? How are they not incredibly rich? Well, twenty years ago, a president named Hugo Chavez, again democratically elected president, decided to kick Chevron out, which was an American corporation, uh, and nationalize the oil. With that, he has radically removed um, uh, when, uh, when you can't read. Um,
0: illiteracy. <laughs> illiteracy. Yay, graduate degree. Thank you. Um,
2: <laughs> illiter- uh, illiteracy has been uh, the standard of living for the average person has went up. And so immediately what happens? Democratic establishments in the United States and, of course, Republicans, uh, continue to they put these sanctions down because even though these are goals that they claim to stand for in the West, you don't ever get the right to own your national resources. We own your everything, right? So they became public enemy number one. There are incredible sanctions against Venezuela to this day. And everybody's like, oh, the Venezuelan economy is destroyed. Look at what socialism did. That's bullshit. All of that shit would go away tomorrow if all of those sanctions from the United States were, well, not tomorrow,
0: but within, you know, a couple quarters, realistically. Tomorrow.
2: You know, no, no, what I'm no, no,
0: no. Seriously, bro. Like, ima- imagine, imagine just the investment into you know that country, and imagine just the um, the collective sigh of relief that would would be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really would radically. T- maybe, maybe you wouldn't see it in the GDP, but you would see it amongst the people immediately. Look,
1: sanctions are stupid globally. They're war. That's a fact. You sanctions are war. war. So
2: let's yeah. explain again what sanctions really are, because it seems like such a safe word, right? All the time. Oh, let's put sanctions on this country. What sanctions means is. You forbid other nations to contact or communicate or trade with another nation. How do you do that, right? If someone is doing that, that means that military vessels have the right to board any vessel that moves into those waters. At best, you're looking at something, something like piracy, right? Oh, my God, there was this grand shipment. Okay, we interdicted that. That's what sanctions is, right? That means you're threatening to fire upon, use force, the application of force on goods that try to come into another nation. I think sanctions are inherently a violation of fucking sovereignty. Countries should get to do what the fuck countries choose to do within the rights of the people that are governed. And again, right, these are supposed to be American values.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, it's an act of war. So I didn't mean to cut you off. But well, so no, what that's what saying. it is.
2: I just wanted to break down what it yeah. means, an act of war, because people, Americans
0: think war means,
2: old planes and bombs. And you
0: know, every, every white woman and every nonprofit said, uh, we need to close the skies, hashtag close the skies. It's the same thing with, you know, white people calling the cops. You, you know, this person may die. This black person may die. You've
2: outsourced the use of violence. And sanctions are that on an international level. We sanctions. reserve the right to stop any vessel coming in. That's an incredible, I mean, you've made yourself the police. That's an incredibly arrogant position to be in. And any more thoughts
0: collectively on South America before we move on?
1: I mean, there's, as we said, this is only a snapshot. There's so much going on across the entire global South.
0: Uh, and this doesn't take into
1: account climate change. But this, is, this opens up the conversation. Talk to us about some of the things that you're seeing happen and play out in South America.
0: The first thing I have on my list um, is Mexico. And, um, you know, let's oh my God, talk, talking, talking about sort of America's military might, so on and so forth. And the conversation around open borders, we know that the uh, uh, Mexican-American border is, is the, most, the most
2: militarized
1: border mm-hmm. runner. Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of reasons. And also that um, this is why we look to global politics and geopolitics, because you know, the United States will take any fascist elements that it can and bring them here, and we've already seen that, right? So Mexico um, has increasingly, has given their military increasing amounts of power. Um, It started off with the fact that Their president decided the National Guard officers, which used to be under civilian control, but were trained by the military, are now absolutely under the military. And this is on the heels of they're finding out the military might be responsible for 43 missing students as well. Um, Yeah. So now the military has even more control while civilians are like, wait a second, the military, we're peeping the military and all of the crazy shit they're doing and you're giving them more power? We didn't agree to this. Any more thoughts, my friend?
2: Nah, it's just an interesting thing. I mean, Mexico is such a—it started off a very leftist. The whole point of, you know, the the Mexican government was kicking the Spanish out. By nature, the whole point of it was to be a leftist thing. When you look at the leaders like Zapata, you know, that that really— But, like, (laughs) I mean, Vincente Fox was a fucking Coca-Cola executive. You know, became, you know what I'm saying? Like, somewhere it all went wrong. And once again, the the Spanish aristocracy kind of ended up controlling everything. And so you have this very white Spanish. I mean, you know, I think a great example of that is, uh, I don't know how many of you boxing fans are out there. Canelo Alvarez. Canelo. Has fucking red hair, man. He, he looks like motherfucking... Was uh, the fucking singer man? So like, yeah, I mean, Ed Sheeran man, you got fucking red. Oh hair. my god! <laughs> hey, do not say that in front of Canelo, please. You cross me. Right, but there's no, it's no, it's no mistake, right? It's no accident why those are the type of people that look like they're in control in Mexico, right? When most of the motherfuckers that look like Zapata, on the other hand, you know what I'm saying. They are still out there, you know, Sinaloan Mexicans, motherfuckers that are deeply indigenous. They never seem to get to the highest levels of power. Right. And it's this whole kind of um, colorism that plays out in Latina that the closer you are to that
0: Spanish. And that works and that works for basically every South American country we we exist in. But I'm still being one of those as well. Some we should have mentioned, but I'm glad you brought that back. Right, right, right.
2: So like that's what you end up with, right? There's never theoretically we have a more left-leaning Mexican president than normal, but it's nothing compared to the kind of leftism that exists in in, in South America.
0: But we can uh, we can. We, hey, what what other country shares a border with uh, the old United States? Canada. You
2: know how many okay, military Canada. people are there, right? You, it's a it's technically a much longer border. You would think there'd be just as many soldiers, right?
1: Yeah, but we don't need to worry about that because um, Canada already has thoroughly oppressed their
0: native Aboriginal indigenous. Oh, they're peoples. nice, eh? Yeah, you think it is? Nice guys, eh? Yeah, if, if we'd eating. militarized
2: the border, man, we could have kept uh, Aubrey from. Uh... Even yeah. Across. Oh, I
0: need to talk to you about Aubrey. He's um he's got some DMs that that leaked. We're going to have to talk about that in the Oh, of no. Something nice for later, but let's wow. talk about geopolitics for now. Hey, remember when we did the uh when we first started doing the podcast and we were like everything from geopolitics to Drake beef? Yeah, <laughs> we brought it back. We just brought it back it's, around it's season it's 6. Always, it's always on, man.
2: Fuck that motherfucker, man.
0: Um listen yeah. we do a track
2: man. What's up, you know, Right. He's hey, we need because we
0: got the album out now. We need a right? writer, man. You know, I'm always I got the hot pen player. We need to stop dissing the rappers as much, man. Because all this stuff is gonna come back on us. They're gonna be we're gonna be famous and be like, remember this is what you said about J. Cole. Yeah, no, I and no, I stand by I it. You say Drake was a bitch. Hey, look, this commercial is brought to you by um No, it's brought to you by our music coming out.
2: Oh yeah. Little Tanky
0: That Could on um Instagram. Hey, yep. didn't something drop? Yeah, anything is possible. Um, I mean, TMK, available Ooh. everywhere. Go download that. You should download it. Send it to your friends. Make them listen to it. Um, but let's talk about how fuck I like the jam like, listen to shit, motherfucker. Yeah, you're going to give me .0003864932 cents so it's much appreciated. Play it again, Sam. <laughs> oh, God. Let's get off this. The people did not come for this. Okay, as Muscle was saying, we, 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 we seem to find, like, a church with, like, 300 indigenous children buried underneath like every six months now.
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Canada's still calling them residential homes like they were these nice homeschooled... No, they were forms of abuse and mass trauma for Aboriginal people in Canada where they're finding, like, kids were tortured, murdered, and then just, like, fucking buried under
2: this land.
1: They weren't even given the proper rights of their culture and peoples. Like, it's so massively fucked up that it's <laughs> almost
2: like what they say the chinese did to the uyghurs is what the yeah. canadians really really actually did
1: actually did actually and they're like, did oh to our, the indigenous are bad but that's in the past and it's not in the past because like aboriginal peoples are still facing we talk about inflation here but like aboriginal peoples can barely get access to food and health, much like Native American indigenous reservations here in the United States, because they're like, yeah, take care of yourself. But it's technically our land that we stole from you that you have to take care of. But like you also have to buy all of our goods in order to get the care that you need for your land that we took.
2: And Trudeau's losing. Yeah. The, the neoliberal
0: dreamboat with core strength.
1: Yeah. He's losing like... to the
0: fucking... This is what happens in every... Remember how we say the bullshit plays out everywhere the same? You get a president like Trudeau, okay, like Obama. Who promises the world and, and you get... acts like a leftist. And acts like a leftist and promises, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And he
2: spends a lot of time hanging out with people like Donald Trump. And wearing blackface, let's be honest. He mm. loves to do that. And this being a, a piece pastime. of
0: fucking shit. You have, a lef- you have this quote-unquote... I don't want to say leftist. You have this neoliberal... Conservative, which is basically all these motherfuckers. And um, just like here in America, we we you know we have Biden now. Okay, he's supposed to do all this stuff. Now nothing happened. Nothing got done. But nothing. the conservatives,
2: they do the shit. They say they gonna do. Yeah, nothing. They say they gonna change. get fucking gay marriage off the fucking ballot. They get that shit off abortion. the fucking ballot. Oh yeah, abortion. <laughs> you <laughs> you get abortion so off the ballot. Get that shit off the ballot. They make it happen. You know? Get these liberals. Oh, you know we
0: gotta work out. We gotta change their mind. We don't give a fuck about their minds. Send seven dollars to Nancy Pelosi. We could stop it right now. Yeah, they had a show. Nancy
2: fuck. Pelosi over Sorry. there <laughs> no, thinking about her investments in TSMC and shit. Like hell, no, nah, these niggas ain't gonna take my shit. Right, right, right. They ain't That's gonna fuck up my retirement. French,
0: French tips and pearls, baby, just like Israel Adesanya. You, you know. Anyway, yeah. Look, we going off the rails today because technically but look technically the same person. <laughs> Have you ever seen him in a room together? Yeah, any any more thoughts on Canada? Look, Canada is not a good place with, with good people. I mean, I'm sorry, it's not.
1: It's not, but, like, first of all, we can establish that many of these countries were never good places. It's, yeah. it's, it's, that conversation is getting surfaced again with the death of the Queen of England.
2: I expect you miss living in a castle, don't you? <sighs>
1: However, what we're seeing, though, is what when we look at geopolitics, this is what we see. What we see is there is an increasing militarization of the police so that they become a domestic branch of the military and armies in many countries. What we're seeing is these super far right conservatives um, who feel like nobody should have human rights are also increasing their votes and their traction in a lot of countries, even in a lot of countries that are trying to bring it back, like in Chile, evangelicals really did a whole campaign to kind of stop progress from happening, stopping human rights from happening. And this is why we look at geopolitics. And like uh, Tanky and TMK brought up, what we're seeing is an increase in sanctions, an increase in all of these economic demands to put pressure on people. There is an increase in... Technically, you are a sovereign nation, but if America or the West wants your resources, you should never nationalize those resources so that we can continue to exploit them into perpetuity.
2: Yeah, when you look at a country like Canada, I mean, essentially, they're the 51st state. I mean, they do whatever the fuck they're told, right? They, again, do what daddy says. I remember when they had that uh, Chinese national on house alert, house arrest, for like two fucking years because she worked for a company That the United States tech companies have beef with, you know what I'm saying? the whole Huawei uh, debacle, you know? I mean, this is like a a fucking executive of a fucking corporation being stuck in her house for two years and not being able to allow to leave and go back to visit their family in China just because her company threatened Western hegemonic domination of like the 5G networks.
1: And these countries are getting punished. It doesn't... It sounds so weird. Compete on, on the hand, free market.
2: But then when you win.
1: Yeah, the free market is bullshit. It's total bullshit. It's rigged game. Absolutely. But the powers that be are like, well, you got to play the game. You got to play the game by doing this, this and this. And some countries are finding out that they're still losing. Unfortunately.
2: Well, when you win, they say you cheated. Right. Think about And Facts. we're not even going to get into Asia because that's a whole nother episode. Right. But I think about the whole myth of Chinese piracy. Right. Not at all. When these American corporations, when these Western corporations go to China, when they negotiate with the Chinese government to do the manufacturing that Americans won't do for the amount of money that these corporations want done, these companies are making agreements for the Chinese government to make copies of these things. It's like we're going to do your manufacturing and we're also while we're manufacturing this shit in the same plants going to manufacture our knockoffs. You motherfuckers been drinking Big K for fucking years. Don't come to me. You know what I'm saying? You motherfuckers understand this concept when you're in America.
1: Yeah, but that's happened to Mexico. So, you know, when we're talking about geopolitics of Mexico and why is it facing increasing violence and crime? And then, of course, people are like, because it's a drug haven. Let's back up. Why is it a drug haven? And why it, why do the Mexican people not have access to the things that they feel like they should? They got this better is at NAFTA get, than Americans. Yeah, this is when we get into NAFTA, monocultures and how a lot of American companies wanted to say it was built in America, but were exploiting Mexican and Chinese factories in order to build goods cheap and to take advantage of very
2: cheap labor. So then they start winning and it's like oh they're stealing all of our products. No motherfucker they're making your products.
1: They're making your products and still enslaving Mexicans and bringing them over the border to work these fields under horrendous conditions and then hiding that fact and again hiding the bodies in these fields. Like all of this is interconnected.
0: We talked a little bit about Biden right? I did nothing wrong. Um, I think one of the images that is gonna be an everlasting image of his presidency is the Haitian migrants coming across the border and being rounded Whipped. up- Whipped. By horse and whip. Uh, but the Ukrainian
2: motherfuckers getting moved over immediately, put to the front of the line. Immigration, we got room for them. Let's not forget, it's still fucking Latina that people in fucking cages. Y'all could say <clears throat> it started under Trump, but again, those budgets came from Obama and are now continuing to be executed by a Democratic president. Motherfuckers still building the fucking wall. That shit ain't went nowhere. Y'all don't like it. These Republicans say they're gonna do the shit. Democrats shut down the government two times at least. Oh, we're not gonna do it. And then secretly get a motherfuckers the money to do the shit and then keep doing the shit under their own administrations. Which is what
0: Trudeau did. Trudeau took saw all these right wing things that had already passed through and just uh, made it into the status quo. And that's what Biden has done. He took all of Trump's policies and he made them palatable for, for liberals. But if this again, you, there's so many things you can point to with Biden um, and being like, oh, wow, if this was Trump, so and so and so and so. But I think this is an everlasting image, uh, which brings me to Haiti. Um, you know, we are talking about a country that's been ravaged by... uh, Sanctions.
2: They are the original victim of sanctions. Absolutely. And why is that? And why is that?
0: Because
2: uh, the Africans that lived there kicked Napoleon's armies the fuck out and said, we are not your fucking slaves and we are going to be autonomous and became a democracy. And that democracy was immediately destroyed by Thomas founding, fucking, raping father Jefferson because... He was very threatened of what would happen if black men were running a nation. You know, it'd make it harder for a 48-year-old white man to uh, the whole Sally Hemings shit. I mean...
0: Pillage sugarcane. Yeah, that, that, it's more that, difficult now. That
2: kind of fucking vitriol. And it goes... To, like, Haiti's ruin is specifically on the feet
0: of the United States economically.
2: And until uh, Cuba became the new Haiti.
0: Right. And it's also the dynamic of because uh, what I thought you was going to say was anti-blackness, but you did you did make it your way through I there. mean, that's, that's what it you is. You did make your way through there. Yeah. And I think that's a, another conversation like with the island that they share. You yeah. know what I'm the, saying? The only difference between Haiti and Cuba is Haiti
2: didn't have a patron. At least Cuba had the fucking Soviet Union that was willing to go to a certain
0: level of like, you're going to leave our friends alone. Nobody had Haiti's back. Yeah. Um, I know their president was assassinated again there. Of course, your country is going to We talked about the uh, attempts on the vice president of Argentina. Someone really dropped down and killed the president. I mean, that's an incredible story. And, um, you know, just just uh, like somebody
2: got permission from somebody. I mean, this just ain't the kind of shit that just happens.
0: You have to ask yourself um, who who gains um, from from something like that. Any more thoughts on on North America? That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, we we, we mentioned Cuba, and that's another conversation surrounding Venezuela. Like, these countries can't be allowed to succeed because they're socialist, communist nations. They can't be allowed to. Why would you sanction a country like Cuba or Venezuela, but you openly work with the Saudis? Do, Do you really think that the Saudis are more... You know, ethical. ethical and moral mm-hmm. than cubans and venezuelans and and i think these are at the core of the conversations of geopolitics that we're trying to have
2: is mbs really a better person than assad i mean really in a room or i don't know i don't fucking know who the good person is who but i think people are complicated and they have their own fucking agendas
0: and that relates to their fucking country and we and look geopolitics brings you back where right here to the united states and if you live in the united states i think it's a good idea to focus on your uh the relationship with this country and what you can do to change the, the things that happen here
1: and yet hawaii, uh, hawaii doesn't have hasn't regained its country which was absolutely stolen all the native indigenous peoples are having to talk about protesting. land back what does that mean
0: the entire the entire state is protesting but you don't hear shit about it same thing with puerto rico the entire the, the entire state is so Hawaii Hawaii's
2: even more turned up though. Hawaii wants to be a nation again. Puerto Rico is like, can you at least make us a state? I mean, we got to be a mistress forever. Yeah. We not a state. We not
0: our own country. And this brings us back to the, the conversation with Taiwan, which I'm sorry, it dominates the entire world and it should. If uh, if China was like, you know what, we we think hey, uh, Hawaii should be its own nation. Mother, it started giving them. Billions of dollars in military packages. Yeah, the best shit. Some of the best shit that they have. I mean, but I think Hawaii they... is still
2: a bad example. I think Puerto Rico is a better one because you're talking about proximity to the fucking homeland. Right. You know what I'm saying? If, if you armed Hawaii, what the fuck could they do? And in the middle of fucking nowhere. But you armed fucking Puerto Rico. They're very fucking close. That 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 shit's got
0: implications, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a fact. I mean, Cuba missing. The Missile Crisis, right? Right. But right. This is a crisis here, right? Right. Whoa, it's a crisis for America. But giving Taiwan your best shit is not a crisis for the Chinese It's people. a direct parallel.
2: It's a direct parallel.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the better
2: And we're example. headed to that fucking uh, showdown again.
1: Which is why we have to, like, take a step back. Because it's really easy to be like, oh, yeah. Because they know propaganda. They know how to frame things. So, of course, they're going to be like, well, Taiwan deserves to be a sovereign nation. Yeah, but hawaii and puerto rico and all of the fucking virgin islands guam yeah like those are the ones that the guam. united states controls like all the native indigenous peoples who were forced onto these small plots of land you need to give them their land back but we can't talk about that we got to talk about a whole other
2: country just be consistent just be consistent if you want to say that ethically uh, i'm sorry ethnically the taiwanese are now no longer ethnically chinese Right. Let's keep that conversation going then. Uh, let's say Okinawans are not ethnically fucking Japanese. Make them a fucking nation. Okay, Scotland and Ireland. Not ethnically the same people. <laughs> Let, let's just keep this shit going. England. <laughs> if, if that's what you really believe in, I be, uh, look, I, again, man, because I'm a reasonable fucking man. If this is your praxis and you believe that indigenous people deserve their own islands, just keep it fucking moving. Let that be consistent in your foreign policy fucking application. I can't wait to go visit Palestine, but also, look (laughs) at
1: what countries do, not what they say they're going to do, but what they actually implement into law and action. And then all of these ways that especially American propaganda works, which is like socialism is bad. Socialism is failing. Hold up a second. What was behind all of this and why is it failing? Oh, is it because it's a direct attack on socialist efforts so that the United States, so that American citizens and other citizens can never look at other countries and say, okay, but they did it better. Why aren't we doing that? Yeah, we got lots of examples we can point to and they hate that shit.
0: Yeah, so um, Patreon.com, sorry, Patreon.com slash Public Pulse. Shout out to Kelly, Dennis, Suzette and Bridget, uh, follow us on Instagram, Instagram or at Public Pulse News. Uh, you can also check out our website, publicpulsepodcast.com. Did I get that right? Yeah, I think I did. Um, yeah, and um, dang, yeah, my album is coming soon. Tanky, your your music is about to drop very soon. Our mixtape is coming out soon. Um, please, please uh, go out there. Check out uh, that that book too. Uh, Fables, foibles, and other American sins. Good stuff. Support us, you if you got the time. Music, anything is possible. Uh, anything is possible. Oh, everywhere. Um, my name is Amin T M K. Little Tanky, that could key to the muscle. Thoughts, feelings. Before we get out of here. We out. Okay. Might have to drop a dime <laughs> on Couldn't see it. Why Jesus? A small family run business on Amazon. And I stand by it.